back. We're back. It's a, officially the turkey episode. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody back home in Canada. Um, Keith, happy Thanksgiving. I know you're joining your Monday off. Belmar, oh, yeah. we worked. We worked today, so we didn't really get to enjoy it. But we got to say straight away, Keith, we got him back on. He's happy to be here. We're creating a little bit of a feud with John, but we got Belmar, Toffee <laughs> legend, back on the pod. Welcome back, bro. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, I've noticed that uh, Amosol has been getting a lot of air time on the pod. <laughs> uh, not not too happy about it, uh, but you know, let's see what the fans want. Say, let's let's see what the fans want. Who they want on? <laughs> yeah, he spoke well though. I will say that he does speak well. Uh, he does well. Listen to, uh, but you know, let's let's see how it goes. Uh, and I'm really happy to be back. The pod's doing really well, lads. Love it, bro. Yes, but you know what? We want, back. I kind of want a little bit of tension between you two, like. I kind of want like a Danny Rose situation where you're going to just send me a phone call and just be like, hey, mate, I think I've been performing well, but you know what? Not getting any time. Do you know what? I was very close to doing that, mate, to be honest. <laughs> I was very close. Almost always saying to me that, uh, oh, I'm going on the pod later. I was like, oh, really, are you? <laughs> he, said, he said, Mike, Mike, Mike asked you, didn't he? I said, no, he didn't. I think he must have just assumed that I was watching Everton and I, I didn't want to come on. So there is already a bit of tension, don't worry, Mike. Yeah, no, there is. <laughs> well, you know what I told you? The last time we did, we had to do it during the Everton one, and I know that would be impossible for you. So we had to make sure that it was after a game. And, well, lucky enough for me sitting here, we'll start off with last night's game. Keith, the United fan, you, the Toffee fan. Big result, a good result, I would say, for United. But I got it. We got to... Keith, do we start with you or do we start with Joel? Who... Start with Joel because Joel probably, I was busy, he's kind of still doing. So I didn't catch the first half. I watched most of the second. Uh, okay. First half was in and out of because I obviously with the family or during Thanksgiving thing. So Joel, you start. Yeah, so yeah. what can I say I'll about that? Uh, what a dreadful performance <laughs> from Everton. Um, the only great thing in the game was that that screamer from Iwobi. I'm sorry, this is why I want John on the podcast. <laughs> he's always saying how bad Iwobi is and he's just not. That I rated. I, I rated Wobi. No, I never used to. What like what a start to the game that was from Everton. We uh we 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 weren't looking too good actually. United would have a lot of the ball, and the ball kind of ricocheted to Wobi from edge of the box. He's put it in the top corner. I was made up. I was thinking, <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna be up to seventh here? <laughs> we can't. We you can't deny the quality United have got. And before the the Man City game, where you know. City will teach many teams football lessons. You know, let's have it right. Yeah, of course. Before United played City, I've watched quite a lot of them. And I think they won like five, five out of six games going yeah. into that game. So, and, and as well, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Anthony. I think he's quality mate. I really yeah, do. Nikolenko. Nikolenko so, has looked solid all season. And he's played up against Salah and more or less kept him quiet. But Anthony, I thought yesterday was, was brilliant. Casemiro as well. Uh, a, mix, a mixed game for him. He you know, was tackled shaky, by shaky yeah. Start. It's his first start as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. But you know, you, you could see the quality from his uh, for the Ronaldo goal, uh, from the link up from them too. Yeah. You could you see them rolling back the years, back to the Real Madrid yeah, days. Crazy. Uh, but but it, to summarise, I think we just weren't at the races, and you know, I was uh, the group chat was going off yesterday, and I was trying so hard not to nibble, <laughs> trying so hard. <laughs> and, Amosol was texting me going, Awobi is shit, great, this <laughs> is shit. And I was like, oh, I really I really don't want to bite here, but we just went off the races. Um, and it was going to happen, you know, we've we've only lost, I think, twice all season. Um, so, and I saw you guys least goals against the league. I don't know, before that game, at least there was. Yeah, we, we looked very solid with it. Solid at the back, at least, yeah. Yeah, um, but we are still conceding chances, Keith, and uh, yeah. we've done a really good season. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're in 12th. We, United were the better team. I was really impressed with them yesterday, uh, especially with Anthony. I thought he was... He, he looks like he looks like something different that the Premier League's wanted for a while. Yeah. That signing, that kind of Sancho hasn't proved to be. But he just looks like he's got... He's got some... He's, he's great He's great on the ball. He's, he's you know, he's confident. He's he's doing little rollovers in the corner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I was really happy with, happy with his... Well, not happy, but I was really impressed <laughs> with, with the way he played. But Everton, Everton was shy, to be honest. And um, I don't know what anyone else's thoughts on the game is. 
guess nah, it's, it's your turn now. Obviously, obviously, good performance. You needed that after the the city result, man. But um, I just like what Ten X doing with the uh, having Malasia having those two. He probably had two bad starts in a row, and boom, puts Luke Shaw back in. And Luke Shaw again is starting to find his groove. So. It's almost yeah, like he has a short leash, but that's good whenever you have that competition within your within your squad. Same thing with Sancho too; he wasn't performing great the last couple of games. You take Emil Marshall comes back in. Same with Ronaldo as well. So that competition within the squad is good, and I think we're still not playing our best. I think the first half, watching some of it back, was probably one of the best this season. Just the way we're keeping the ball and that kind of that kind of stuff. So that's exciting, but still, obviously, we're not there. Not even close to where the potential this team can be under him, I think. But we're making strides and starting to see some good things. And like you said, obviously, before the City game, we were starting to play well. We were winning matches. And then, of course, you come up to City, you're gonna, they're going to teach you that lesson that you always get. But we're right back on track. So I'm happy. I'm happy and content right now. Happy and content. But we'll see. Mar- Marshall injured again. It sucks, bro. This guy can't stay healthy. Tony's a That's band-aid. Annoying, because he was playing well. He started the game well, too. Yeah, he did. He was, uh, well. But Ronaldo came on and you know did what well. I, I, I actually played, played well. He, did, he actually played well yesterday. <clears throat> Great finish yeah. too, bro. Mister Seven Hundred, can we talk about that for a second as well? Seven hundred legals. Yeah, yeah no, seven hundred is crazy. Seven hundred is crazy because people are talking about all this Holland talk and all this stuff. But I just saw some stat like he has to score like forty something goals a, a year to catch <laughs> to catch Ronaldo, bro. It's like it's not even happening. To see the level of him and Messi is crazy in the goal scoring. So different. Unbelievable. What do you reckon, Mike? What was your verdict? You, you know what? You know what? Um, to be completely honest, I was I was a little drunk by the time that game kicked off. And oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so I missed the first bit. I saw Awobi's goal and loved it. And then I actually had to jump on the underground to get home. And I got home and I put it on, I think it was about the last 25, 30 minutes. And I was still a little faded. So I had no real kind of idea what was going on. I was out of it. But um, Goodison, I think honest opinion about it is United get a good win away from home at a tough place to play. And like you were guys saying, the defensive record of Everton and what they've been able to do is... A, a, a comp like it's a good a- achievement you would say but like you're saying they're not finding the back of the net only thing i'll say is though is happy to see dcl back and i think if he got, gets going he's gonna start firing and then you guys will be all right i think yeah. we'll definitely be all right i think john was john was i know i keep bringing him up but he, he was telling me <laughs> yeah, lampard hasn't improved us um since last season but i completely disagree with that i don't know what you two think he we have improved in so many areas of the field you know, we, we talked about the defence, but I mean, we seem more effective when we're going forward as well. And like in them attacking attacking moments, we seem to be, look, we scored two away at Southampton, you know, we, we, we've beaten all the teams this season. So, you know, we are, we have improved under Lampard and I still trust trust the, the process with him. I really like him. And I think you have to. I think well. you have to because you, you also got to rem- like remind yourself you're he's getting his own players in and he's making the team that he wants to make. And he's getting his 11 and like the players that he's bringing in. So I think I can really relate it back to Arteta. You give him the time to get like his squad and what he wants to do. And you give these managers actually a little bit of time. Lampard could get it done and could make it happen. But you got to give him his squad and give him his time to implement what he wants to do. And me and Keith talked about that as well with Ten Hag. He's going to have his team now and give him some time. And you can already see, like Keith said, the potential that's there. But once they actually get going, it could be dangerous. I thought Martinez was good as well yesterday. I was kind of watching him closely because I thought we Everton might be able to target him. And I seen the lineup with Lindelof and him, and I thought, you know, can we get at them? I think we I actually fancied us to beat United yesterday before kickoff. Uh, but he was great. He was, um, you know, being described by the commentators as like, you know, being really positionally aware, being in the right place at the right he's, time. He's, you know, I like him. I, he's, I think he's very good, good man. People hate on the height, bro. Positionally, and the way he can play the ball out of the back. Yeah, I really like, like I'm, it. I'm, I'm happy that uh, he didn't up and out of with Arsenal. Besides Saliba, because imagine they got him and it was those two at the back. Yeah. So we got Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, idiot. Gabriel, mate. <laughs> liability. Well, he's a liability. So, yeah, no, 
I, I rate Martinez, bro. He's like solid, solid signing, solid, solid. Anthony as well, low key. Do you like him? Yeah, and he's young, bro. So I know. Give us time. That's what I like now. We got these all these young, this young little core we kind of got mixed good in with mix. some old vets. Yeah. It's a good mix, and I yeah. we know being united, you know they're still gonna go out and get more, which is good. So that's why I'm excited. Fair enough. Great stuff. Should we head over to obviously the best game of the weekend? What a game. <laughs> what a game, right, Belmar? Beat the shite. I'm so made up. I'm so made up for you. Like, you know what? Like, I'll get behind Arsenal a lot, me. I, I, a lot of my mates support Arsenal. I'll get behind them. But especially when you beat the shite. You know what I mean? I knew. I said to you, Mike, didn't I? I said, you're going to beat these today. I said the half time, you're going to yeah. beat these. Yeah. I, even, yeah, you know, Saka I scored right before the break. Huge goal right before half. Yeah. No, I thought for the me, game was good. Uh, was at Anfield, so I thought I was gonna say, "Well, maybe drop." But when I saw it at Ever or uh, Emirates, I'm like, "Yeah, you could probably get him today." Look, get him. So you guys have been unbelievable at home this year. So and, so good at home. Yeah, that's the thing. So I knew, but like, yeah, great performance, great performance by them. Especially that for them to they lead, they come back, lead, come back, and then they still get it done. So those are good. Uh, I mean, lucky with a couple calls, but. What I will say is, is there, what, there is See? defensive penalties in Arsenal still. There's still defensive penalties. Oh, yeah, penalties. that's the thing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Like, that 100%. Nunes goal was was a little bit easy, I think. Yeah. It was, it was Gabriel. Bit, you know, it all comes from Gabriel. It was Gabriel. My guy's trying to take it down when it's coming over his head, over his shoulder, and he's trying to take down his left, and it just plays it straight to... Yeah, I don't know. Like, by the way, how did he get away with the handball? Uh, you so that's what? what I'm. No, no, no. Because no, 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 that's no. what I'm. No, no. Just proximity. I'm just split. Proximity. No, but that's I'm right. talking about how's Rashford's get called though. I'm just talking about VAR. I'm not talking Yo, about the situation. Okay. No, I do remember. I'm just that, talking huh? about the situation. Yeah. Total, like with how VAR. Does that one? Yeah, like that how, makes you, no how sense. you call on one and not the other? When one and, just off a tackle and bounces up and hits him, the other one was yeah. kicked into his hand. Clearly, both I was, are not nothing. I was yeah. waved, and I remember that now. Yeah, that made no sense at all. I didn't get understand Rashford's. At yeah, all. So that's what but it's the, just the inconsistencies of it is it's so annoying. That's what's it, annoying. Very annoying. But I think with the Gabrielle one, his arm is in an unnatural position. I will say that. But proximity it's to like, out. Yeah, that's out. What, I'm not, yeah, but I'm we've saying, seen a call like that. We've seen a call like that this season, last season. Yeah, but they're saying yeah, proximity, you're, you're how right. close it is. How close it is. No, nah, but we've seen from. it like that though. We've seen it like that, but we've seen it. We have. We do you have. think? You, do can you, think the, you, guys, you can just say you guys got away with one. You guys got away with one. You got to just admit it. You did. And the PK was a little. Eh. It's a PK. <laughs> it's a PK. It's a PK. I saw. I saw. I saw a tweet too of uh, uh, Bellerin doing the same tackle on somebody too, and um, oh, it was just funny. A couple of years ago, and then all these Arsenal fans in the comments. But it's just funny. How, but okay, it's soft. It's a, though. It was a soft a, PK. It's a, it's yeah. soft. I agree with it's that. Soft. It's, it's a penalty. Okay, though. it's soft. It's soft. Just like you guys are talking about the soft. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark, uh, Odegaard against United, probably. but I'm just saying you need to get luck. You need to get the, some luck to win these games, and they did. Luck was on their side yesterday. You know what? They come out the blocks flying. Oh, that, yeah, 55 scored. seconds in. I I, yeah. I thought, oh my god, this could be this could be three or four nil. This the way that yeah. the way that they were moving the ball early on, and Odegaard again. I've I've said mentioned his name on the podcast a lot. That through ball was unbelievable. That made that goal. I mean, the finish was was okay. It came off the keeper, but really happy for Martinelli as well. I'm trying to remember the first goal. Odegaard slipped him through, and he yeah, just kind of Saka, Saka to Odegaard, Odegaard to yeah, Martinelli. Yeah, yeah. Martinelli had a fucking game, bro. He's great. He well. He's so good. He's he a player. Well. Him. He played well. Um, Do you know? You know, killed it for me as well. Like that first like minute of that goal happening, obviously happened on Trent's side. And everybody's talking about his defensive liabilities, and then he gets played in behind and puts it in. But I do want to say Tom Yasu was incredible. And I got to ask you both, did Salah even play yesterday? Well, people don't talk about how he's got missing this whole season, man. That's funny. Missing. He's on milk cartons in the States. People are trying to find this guy. He's nowhere. All season. And now Diaz, you see Diaz is out till December. They're fucked. Yeah. Bro, is, is it until December? Yeah, he's, he's still half a World Cup. Oh, my God. They're fucked. They're okay, so fucked. what do you think? 
is the problem with Liverpool? Like Belmar, maybe you can answer it, and then Keith, you can. What what do they need? Well, I already to answered. Fix it? I already answered last when I was talking about the turnover. Yeah, true. Players, but Joe, Joe let me. Yeah, let's hear what you have to say. Well, I was watching Salah quite closely uh, during the game, and I was uh, talking to my mate about it. Usually, we we used to most Salah getting in behind, putting past players, but he was sort of like just checking back, giving it back to Trent. No, yeah. no quick burst of pace. He's not doesn't really look interested to be honest. No, <clears throat> that's what I thought. He's such a such a goal threat usually, and you know you really count on him. Well, Liverpool can count on him to kind of deliver mm-hmm. few assists and a goal. People are talking about Mane coming out of the team. I think that is a factor that you know was influencing their, their not their decline, if you want to call it. Uh, they're just they're just not at the races, and I don't know whether it's tiredness. I think the midfield looks very fragile. I think Henderson. Uh, you've got Milner playing every other week. Harvey Elliott's good, but he's not ready. Um, compared to you know Arsenal's midfield, is Xhaka's uh, playing out of his skin. So is Thomas Partey. To be fair, I have been critical of him. But when you when you look at Liverpool and Arsenal, there's a big difference in kind of the the, the energy of the teams and the way they move the ball quick. It's almost as if they've switched roles. Yeah. Arsenal look like the the 2019 Liverpool team at the minute where. They're moving the ball so quickly and they're being so effective in attack. Uh, it just seems like they've, they've switched almost. And I think I think I think the players are a bit. I don't know. They they, they played the same system for so many years. And yeah. I think actually the, the other day in the in the Champions League, it might have been against Rangers. I think he actually changed the system a bit and played a different formation for yeah. the first time in lots of games. So he is trying to to make a better club, and I do think. I do think he is probably the right man to, to keep them there, but they're, they're going to be nowhere near it this season, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think Trent would... Trent's been complacent <clears throat> as well. Yeah, I think it's just he's in one of those dreaded uh, times as a as a player, man. It's just fucking nothing's going right for you. You got to kind of dig yourself out of there. But no, like I said, I just. I think I said a couple of pods ago, it's just the turnover. They didn't they didn't add to the squad like City has over the years. These players, these little players just keep bringing in. I don't think yeah. they added enough. They didn't add enough to keep pace with that. The City and feel they're feeling it this season. Really feeling it this season. Well, do you see they signed Arthur Mello and Arthur Mello has now gone and now he's hurt injured. Too, right? Yeah. He tried to he tried to up his levels of intensity and like really push himself and it ended up just injuring him. But I think that's a really terrible signing because I don't think he fits Horrible. into their system. No. Like you, you're used to Liverpool's midfielders, you know, Thiago, Henderson a few years ago, uh, you know, uh, really quick players. They'll give you a second on the ball. Arthur Mello was not going to do that job for you. No. I, I questioned that signing. I was like, I wonder why they got him, you know, bit of an outcast at Juventus. And I think, where else was he? At, um, Barca as well. Mm-hmm. Um He's, he's a, he is a good player, but he just doesn't fit their system at all. I wonder if it was Klopp making that signing or, you know, somebody else maybe on the board. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made much difference anyway. I, I don't think in that midfield. It's like when they're they missing... They should be going for someone like Verratti. Yeah, but like Genie Wijnaldum leaving. Now you look yeah. back at that, you're like, you probably could use him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, Mike. Yeah, and that, that's what I was saying about the, <clears throat> the intensity of the, the midfielders. Yeah, Genie Wilder is exactly that. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be in your face, he's going to be moving the ball quick. He pops up with the odd goal. Um, and you just haven't got that. Like, Milner's not going to provide that, Henderson's no. not going to provide that. That's Henderson's crazy, a bit fucked. Man. Yo, do you think he said something wild to Gabriel? I don't, I know, don't mate. know, I don't want to get into it. You're not in the field, you don't know what's going on. Don't make no accusations, bro. Yeah, it looks a bit dodgy. I've seen the, the footage of Firmino just kind of giving, giving Henderson the look as if to say, what have you done, mate? Yeah. You know? Yeah, Eddie tells... You don't know. You don't know what and they tell, they but that, could, that could just be a regular face that he makes to Henderson all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably telling him what he wanted to like eat after the game. And he's like, what? Fish scampi? I bet you he's sick to, death, sick to death of Henderson in. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they how they do before this World Cup um, this World Cup pause, man, because they're going to be in for it. They got City this weekend too, and we'll see. But with that That's injury too, to Luis Diaz, big, it's horrible. At least Jota's back, but I don't know. He played well, Jota though. I yeah, 
He did. That was like his first. Good. Yeah, and they need him back too. I always forget he's not he's there because he's been hurt this start of the season. But he's a so quality go, player. Yeah. So, so like you said, Keith, going into this weekend for the first time in a while, and you guys can probably answer this. Liverpool have a game in hand, but without that game in hand, they're 13 points back of City already. Yeah. That gap, that gap's got to obviously be way too big. They're not not going nowhere near winning the league. Maybe top four, but they're not going nowhere near winning the league this year. The thing is, Mike, like 13 points can be, they can catch, you know, it's possible, but they just don't look like they're going to They don't look it like it. Yeah. 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 They just don't years seem like they're yeah, exactly. Yeah, this this year is different. I've got a question for Keith. Yeah, the United finish above Liverpool this season. Mm. My guy's thinking. I don't. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, I'd say I'd say yes. Yeah, end of season. Yeah, say it with your chest, you bro. Like? Come on, let's go. Let's say yeah. Bro, shut up. That's first year of my coach, man. I'm not you with my fourth year of my coach. And I got a question for you, actually, Joel, after too. But I'd say yes, Joel. Yeah. Okay. We will. We like, will. what about you? Based off of how the season started, definitely. Really? You Just think about it. At the start of the season, if we were having this conversation, would I you know, think we'd crazy. be having this conversation? Right. You crazy. would be like, not a chance of we'd be having this conversation. And, you know, uh, Keith, what's your question? My question is, Mike Mike made a big statement last week <laughs> and said that he believes that the Arsenal can challenge Man City for the title this year. What are your thoughts on that? I I heard not even ten that. games in, not even ten games. We're not even ten games into the <laughs> season, but Mike thinks that Arsenal will challenge. And listen, I'm starting to I'm started. They're starting to catch my attention now. I'll tell you that. I'll be. I'll say that not to not to win the league, but as a okay, they're. Like concrete fourth, and they're making progression. But do you think they can challenge Man City <laughs> for the Premier League title? And you can define challenge for yourself too, if you want. I think I think that they will be second. Yeah, I, that's don't, what I, I don't think I don't think they can. They'll pip City. Uh, I know. I have thought. Can they really go toe to toe with them? And I just think they've got too much. I think you've got City. Have got too much firepower. I think Arsenal will draw a few games this season. I think you know. They've, they're not completely transformed because I've talked about their defensive frailties. And, you know, I know City conceded three against United, but Arsenal will, I think, finish second. Um, I don't think... Oh, it's, a, it's a really tough one, t- tough one for me because they are playing so well and they've had some tests. I mean, that was a big but, test for them yesterday. Yes, yes. But I also looked at it, I brought it to Mike last year. Chelsea was first to the 14th match day last year. First. Oh, interesting that. And they they finished with seventy four points on the season. Man City had ninety three. So let's just put shit in perspective. We're not even close to that. And I think Chelsea has a deeper team than Arsenal did this year, last year. Chelsea did and still does. Um, oh God, so I don't. I I, I, I do. I, I still right now for sure. I think they'd be they'll finish second. They the second best team right now. I think in England for sure. To challenge City, the way City is just that machine of City, you know, they're not there yet. They still need time. They're still too young. But they're definitely the best, second best, clear second best right now. Have Arsenal played City yet? No. No, so so that is a postponed. obviously. Yeah, both in the new year now, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it is in the new year. Both in Uh, the new year. Is it the Emirates, Mike, or is it the Etihad? I think think New Year's Day, we play them. And then, oh, that's right. It's the time to play them. It all depends. It all depends on that. It, it does depend on that game, I think. And you know, if you if you can beat them at home, which you probably could, the way you know the way Arsenal play at the moment, uh, you could beat them at home. But I, I don't think City will drop too many points from now to the end of the season. They are looking incredible. Yeah, I don't, like, and too, they have too much. They have too way too much. They have way too much. Arsenal's coming from everywhere. A bad time, like you know, to, to speak about title challenges. I know Mo Salah was, you know, he said Arsenal title challenges. You know, Patrick Vieira's come out and said it, and you know, they, obviously these guys know what they're talking about. They 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 oh, see more than us. They're they? seeing it. Thierry Thierry said something interesting. He said, "If you're in and around it by after Christmas or Christmas time, after the Christmas period, it will be different with World Cup." Then he's like, "You're in the you're in the title race." 
I wonder if that's going to affect the the the, the, the title races. Yeah, you know, as, as early event as the World Cup, how is that going to influence? I, I think that going to go? I think that helps Arsenal to be honest more than City because they are, City will have more players gone. Not even that. Just the just the break. Just the break. I think just. Did just Norway make the World Cup? No, no. In the World Cup. No, oh, they didn't make it. Well, Keith, I said this, but Keith disagreed. Keith said that he he would think that Haaland would should be playing games and get like the reps up and getting those those meaningful matches in. When did I say that? Got receipts, man. I said that. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, regardless, they're they're gonna have a week off, maybe two, and they're gonna be back training. They're not gonna have a whole month off, guys that aren't going to World Cup. They're gonna probably be two weeks off, and then two weeks back, they're gonna be training for two weeks before everyone comes back. You think they'll get a two week break? Yes, bro. They have four weeks off. They'll get maybe ten days, and then they'll be back. Yeah, true. I read reports that, that, be off. that Arsenal are going to Dubai, and they're going to try and yeah. go and stay somewhere warm and do all of that kind of stuff. I don't. They'll yeah, it's interesting. They'll definitely get some time. I mean, some sort of like mental thought, reset. Yeah, at least at least a week. So Keith, I don't think they'll challenge. I don't think they'll challenge. I think I think they'll come relatively close, you know. But I think City are going to win it. I think you think they're too good. But yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, uh, great but, this season, looking good. Yeah, if they, add, yeah, if they keep this up this year and they add a little bit more next season, then we'll see. But Joe, what do you guys think? You see, well, you see that uh, that video of Abba, what he said about Arteta. I haven't saw this and yet. E- now. And big egos. I see what this. I agree. And he tweeted. He was like, "Oh, that was like when I first got to Barca and whatever, blah blah blah." I got like I was like in full of emotions. And whatever he's like, oh, I still like I'm a gooner, except for like October sixth or November sixth, sorry, when we play them. But yeah, um, it kind of makes sense for like a young coach to come in and try and like stamp some authority, and maybe didn't have that experience of dealing with those players with the egos. But I also think if this guy's keeping a record of what Abba's doing, and he's supposed to be the captain and trying to set the tone, he was just one of the fucking sheep that had to get sacrificed, and it was Abba. Mm-hmm. But it's, it'll be interesting to see because they really don't have any like big big time ego or anything on that team. So when they have to go out and grab one in the market, how it would be under Arteta, or if they could even bring one in, like big big time. I mean, Arteta's been lucky in a sense that lots of the players he's signed have slotted in quite well. Yeah. <clears throat> Apart from Tavares, who was a bit hit and miss, he showed glimpses. But Gabriel Jesus, for example, Tommy Asu, you know, play, party players he's signed have done pretty well for him There's not, he's mm-hmm. not really had a stinker apart from like a Bamiyang who, who didn't agree with him he wasn't playing well and he shipped him off and it looks like Arteta's had the last laugh yeah. um, So, but I I do think Arteta is a bit bit of a you know he doesn't like someone talking back to him and he, he wouldn't like someone calling him out on something he said he like yeah. he would like it the likes of Tierney and the likes of the Smith Rowe, I don't know, I don't know them personally, but I can imagine they're pretty quiet in the dressing room. Yeah. They just listen to him. Yeah. So I can see which, maybe where he's coming from. But which, if you can have players in there that's going to work and you're getting results like that, then fair, fair play. But we'll see long term. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one because yeah, like you said, Keith, there's not that many like older guys that are established stars established, like big star right yeah like hey you would maybe say like jesus kind of i, can't, just, I was gonna say him maybe a little yeah, bit but even just because, him, just because of where he came from and the money they and got he already they knew him, for him. And, he, and he already knew him too so yeah like, if, they, if they didn't have that connection then, then it would maybe, probably be yeah. different but yeah, yeah. i uh, i agree with that so it is interesting because he, he is getting the younger players and obviously they're listening more and you're not getting like an older yeah. guy that's coming from like a, a way bigger club like we haven't really brought someone in from I don't know, like a Barca or Real Madrid, besides like Odegaard yeah. type thing. But yeah, egos. I don't know, man. I think you said, Belmar, you said it, bro. If we're doing well and he's performing and getting the results and getting like the fans back and everybody's and we're winning matches, he's ultimately having the last laugh. Yeah. Dressed with a Bamiang, though. I, I read that he might be leaving Chelsea already. And- he doesn't want to be there, bro. It's it's such a weird time, and I don't know who sanctioned that at Chelsea. Like, obviously, Graham Potter doesn't fancy him. No, no. he wanted to he wanted to stay at Barca. 100%. Bro, he wanted to be at Barca, 
Tuchel was like, okay, we got to make this happen. We're going to get money for you. They get him, and then they sack Tuchel. He's going in there thinking that he's going to get his old manager or whatever. He's going to get some time, do bits, Oh, of course, the connection. The, yeah. Things at Dortmund yeah. together, weren't they? Yeah. Of course, yeah. So he thought that, and he, that's probably like, oh, I don't really want to go to fucking Chelsea. I have the Arsenal roots. And then Tuchel gets sacked, and he's like, well, why the fuck would I want to be here? I suppose they'll probably get a few quid for him as well, and he, he probably has a lot of wages. I, I don't think he's the player he was, Aubameyang. Yeah, but he scored. What did he score on Champions he's, League night? He scored, he scored, he scored against Milan, but it was a few yards out. It was a yeah. tap in, mate. He scored yeah. a couple of goals, I think. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Fuck about me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't want him. Don't need him. We got Gabby Jesus, and we got Super Mick Arteta. Oh yeah. God, give it a rest, mate. <laughs> I know. Arsenal played well. That's Super Mick Arteta song. Oh, my God. All right. Relax, Super Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, um, let's take a pause and we'll come back in just a second. We're back, man. Short little commercial break. Hope you all heard that. Don't know what played, but we're back. Um, <laughs> yo, let's talk about it. about my leftovers. <laughs> Did you bring bare leftovers home? Uh, of course, bro. <laughs> Tell me what you got on the plate. Come on, quickly. Uh, we did prime rib. Ooh. Turkey. Ooh. Bunch of veggies. Brussels. Ooh. All this shit. A bunch of oh. a bunch of stuff. Bro. Too much to list. Oh. But but it's all in my fridge waiting for me later. <laughs> Love that. Missed that. Oh, the, man, that's like my favorite uh, song. You know that video when that comes out? Greens, beans, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking song. Okay, um, back into the footy then. Um, we haven't spent as much time as we usually do talking about this guy because he only scored one goal this weekend. And his name's Erlen Holland. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or if, if he's <laughs> on your radar, or if you, if you kind of know what's going on or if you've been living under a rock. City demolish Southampton and he only gets on the goal sheet once, but you guys were saying it earlier, they got too many options, and yeah, they're just too good. They're all, they're all firing right now, and I don't even think they're playing their best football yet, which is scary. I don't think Pep's found out his like his actual back four or his center back pairings at least. It's so funny that he... <laughs> who was playing against us, Ake and Akanji too. Like it wasn't even their first choice center backs we played against. It's got depth all over the park. Man. I got two. They got two players in each position. They do. Crazy. And that great. That was a great that left back they brought in. Quality too. Oh yeah, Gomez. He's great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is great he? Great signing. He's from Spain. He came from Spain. I think he's Spanish. No, we come from Anderlecht. Anderlecht. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. He's, he's really good. And that Akanji as well, the math genius. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, that? I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 class as well. I think. He slotted um, right in. Oh, man, Man City, man. Okay, I saw someone say this. What do you guys think? Do you think... Because obviously this is just a machine, this Man City machine. But if if Kane went there last season, would, would he have been scoring goals like this? I think he'd be close to it. That's a great question. Even if Lewandowski's in his team. Same thing, I think, bro. Benzie. I think he does. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he's a, as athletic as Holland is and could get like Ooh. on the end Kane. Kane? Yeah. But I don't he, think he'd be able I to I feel get... like Kane even fits even a little bit more because he's so more dynamic. He's going to drop in too and like the way he can play and assist as well more. He's better on the ball than Holland. I think he'd get more assists. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, straight goal scorer, yeah. Holland's way better than him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Kane many as Holland. No way. He, as many? If you put in the team instead of Holland, I think he scored the ball 50% of the goals Holland scored. He scored. How many has he got? 15 already? 15 in the Prem, yeah. What? <laughs> Bro, the golden boot last year was 23. This is what I mean. Harry Kane is probably, I'm not going to say best England striker because I think Rooney is, but Harry Kane is, 
I've got so much respect for him. I think he's absolutely unbelievable. No, fuck him, bro. Alan is a level of... Yeah, because they're saying Kane has, I think, 8 and 8, bro, and nobody's talking about that. Yeah, he's, he's got, got 8. eight. He's, got eight. <laughs> yeah. he's got 8 goals. No, well, nobody's Alan, saying a word. He takes the piss. He has hardly any touches, and then he just turns it on and sprints. And just he's in. Did you see um, the Southampton game? He could have had a hat trick again. Yeah, I didn't see that it. Oh my god! Did he, I, get a, uh, he get it? No, he did get a hat trick against Southampton. Did he? Uh, no, he that's who they played this last weekend. Oh, that's who they got this weekend. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, the post. Post, mate. Like I had, I uh, I made a blunder. I did a triple captain <laughs> on the uh... fantasy talk. Fantasy talk. <laughs> Belmar taking uh, a hit. Triple captain chip. I'm pretty. <laughs> about it and I'm pretty annoyed about it even though it happened a few days ago now I'm still annoyed about that I did it because I only ended up 57 and it's been triple captain gone oh that hurts I mean, the one game he doesn't score three Keith I texted him straight away going at triple captain eh anyway yeah yeah still oh, good oh. move but still I was like no it's not man. <laughs> yeah not a good move when he only scores one goal it was just wild like oh, it could have been worse it could have been worse it could have been a blank um, like, like, like some of the lads of uh, uncle, our mate has done a he had Haaland and he had a blank, so it's not as bad as him, but um, yeah, I was pretty annoyed. Philly Foden, oh, what a player! I put him into my fantasy team this week. Yeah, what a move. Saw... <laughs> I know, yeah, so yeah, you know what, he... but he is so good, he should be, he should, he should be starting. He, I don't know, he should be started for England, I think. Well, so. He should. Oh, you know, later if we get time, well, or, or, or the World Cup. I do save, it, save it for the World Cup preview. We'll do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want everyone's one to eleven because it's yeah. really hard. I it is. It is hard. There's a lot of players on that squad, man. To pick, especially attacking players. But, yeah, we'll no, we'll City. save that. We'll save that for yeah. In yeah. months' time, we'll be doing that one. City business as usual. Yeah, yeah just freaky. Foden scored two. Haaland Cancelo was goal two, bro. Like, <laughs> what a goal! What a yeah. goal! Like, it's all over the park, man. Did you see all over the park? These guys. Was that? that into Morris. Yeah, and he Morris hit it over, but he's hit it with the outside of his foot, running onto it, right to the back stick, and Morris hit it over. Should have scored actually, but he takes oh. the piss. He's, oh, they, like, the whole team is their their goal differential is plus twenty four. After nine games, they haven't <laughs> lost. There's no way they're losing the league. Not a chance. Not a chance. Even how, like, how good Arsenal are, as I said before, no one is catching them. It's mad. It's mad how they're just putting goals in for fun, blowing teams out and doing that well. But keep you know what, as well? What I think well, I want to say is I, well, I listened to a podcast with um, Mikel Antonio and Callum Wilson on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they were talking about Haaland and it. It was like something I'd never seen before. They were talking about him saying, we need a silver boot. <laughs> he was saying, he's going to win that golden boot. So people like us, you know, we, we score goals and stuff, but we, we actually need a silver boot for everyone else. And they were laughing about it on a podcast. And I was like, what has the Premier League come to? Come to man. Absolutely took the piss in his first, I don't know, the first eight of the season. And all these other strikers in the Premier League who score goals, by the way, I just laughed yeah. at him can't get near him. Who fucking who, bro? That's some pussy mindset. Silver boot. Do you know what though? Like it's it. When have you ever heard other players talking about someone like that? I know, never. Never hear it, do you? That's why no. it surprised me. When listening. I can see yeah, Callum I mean, Wilson wanting that, but Michael Antonio does he even beg like that? No, not even in the conversation. West- yeah, but for West Ham, he's probably West Ham's top scorer every year. Yeah, it's probably, I'm sure they were joking. They're not fucking serious. They were joking, but it was like yeah, weird. Like they're fucking serious. <laughs> Get a bronze boot while we're fucking at it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking with the the table, man. Other results: Chelsea, surprisingly, getting a clean sheet. Kepa in goal, keeping a clean sheet, and Spurs getting a good away win at Brighton. But you know what uh, worries me for because obviously we're gonna be battling for fourth, but. If Grand Parter gets Chelsea right and going, they can, bro. I think the the team they have, they can push, they can come push Arsenal for that second spot. I think. Oh, 
bro. If he can get them right, he's great because they're they're not even playing well right now. Say that's the same movie with the Spurs because Spurs aren't even playing great football yet. If they start doing that, then it's a different story, bro. That mix and those. So scares me trying to get top four, man. But I don't think wow. Spurs play good football. Their whole What's game is just it? counter. Why is everyone hating on Spurs? By the way, do I, they play? I, I'm just... That's what I'm saying. It, when, when, if they, when, and if they get in a run where they're playing good football, they they can be better than you. They're better. They're better than Chelsea, I think, too. When they're, yeah, but, I, but I think Conte like categorically just wants to play defensive and counter. They don't no, actually want to keep they, it. They were playing good football last year. They played good football last year. Better no. than they were now. Better than they were now. Yes, they were. Don't deny that. Yes, they were. They've been horrible. They've looked horrible this year. And look where they how many points they still have. They've looked horrible. They're right there with you guys. But I like this Spurs team. I really do. Like I, I'm used to Spurs teams folding over, you know, having quality players. And I remember them nearly winning the league at Leicester. Sorry, at, at, when they played uh, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and they mm-hmm. so Leicester won the league. And I remember like they had Pochettino and they've always had quality players, but I've I've no bottle, but I think this Spurs team, like you know, I'm I'm going to put it out there. I think they are very close to winning the trophy. I don't yeah. know what trophy, it be, but they've just got so much quality. I, I, I think, think they, I think I predict them that they'll win a trophy this year. It'll be one of the the cups, Carabao FA Cup. I think they'll win. And a great manager, you know, like yeah. you can't win it. And Kane looks like he's as 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 we've alluded to before. Kane looks look the best he's ever been. Yeah. He really does. In terms of his assist contributions and his all-round game, I think they and, look great. And they still haven't even really played Basuma yet. He had hardly, a bad, I thought against Brian. He played. Did, did he just? Is that his first start? I think it was his first start. It was his first start. Yeah, I don't think he's played yet too. And he's quality. I like Basuma. Great, but he 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 didn't have a good he didn't have really have a good game. I thought. Core, yeah. Yeah, he he was he, he went too good. Hoiberg was good. They never no one really likes Hoiberg, do they? But he's just yeah. solid. I think he just he gives he just gives you like a seven out six seven out of ten performance every time. It's never be. I just think more, he's, no, none less. He can hit the he can hit the ball as well. Hoiberg. Yeah, yeah. He loves a short pass though. He rarely hits those long ones. Mike, why the Spurs take though? I know, you, I, I, know, I know you spot Arsenal, but like in general, like you criticize Spurs a lot for the way they play. Well, just because. I've said it earlier on as well. I said it to you. I don't like the way, like at least at the beginning of the season, I thought watching Chelsea was incredibly boring. And I think when you have players of that caliber, they should have been doing a little bit more attractive football for a neutral watching the game. If not, if I'm not supporting them, if they're playing whoever, I want to see them actually dominate and like keep the ball and do whatever. They have a Conte, Jorginho, Kovacic, even like Gallagher, Ross, like whoever you have in the midfield, you have players to keep it. And I think, we've said that the Tottenham team is better and I think they should be playing more to those strengths and playing with those guys now that are skillful. You have Bentacore in there. You have Hoiberg, as you're saying, Basuma. Bro, Bentacore? Oh, rate him. Rate him. He's Bro, that's so what I mean. Good. That's what I'm saying. So, like, these guys can actually play now and knock it about, but they don't as much as they should. Well, do you think they can be knocking it about like City do? No. They play Why not? their strengths. Well, Hoiberg and Bentacore and Basuma... And not necessarily what I call ball players, and are going to keep and dominate the ball and the midfield throughout. My only ben, I'd say only Bentacore of those two, three. I sorry, he, he can knock it about. Yeah, he, you know, there's no denying that, and he, he's a good player. But Hoiberg and 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 wins the ball, moves along. Yeah. Same as Hoiberg, they're very similar in that sense. But I just think what we what we what are we expecting of Spurs? You know, we 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 want to see they're trying to win games, and yeah. the way that the ball goes wide to Son. Or Kane drops deep to get it. He plays it out wide. It comes in the box and it's a goal. I I went to White Hart Lane, but not White Hart Lane. The Tottenham Stadium, Mike. Remember last year, Everton had sixty percent of possession in the first twenty minutes, and we're four 0 down or something, or three 0 down, because that's that that's the way that they play, mate. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like like I don't get me wrong. I don't hate it, but I think if I'm watching a game, if if they're playing like a I don't know Southampton, I'm not gonna really be inclined to watch because. It is just going to be kind of counter. I'll tell you one team that I will refuse to watch for the rest of the year. I will not watch Villa play at all. I cannot watch Villa play anymore. Villa? The game yeah. Bro, they are so bad to watch. The players that they have, like they have nothing going on. I don't know how many. I think I've watched maybe two or three this year so far. I'm not watching them anymore. <laughs> I don't care whatsoever not watching Villa. 
I have a, and it's funny, I have the game on in the background, bro. It was a fucking crazy first half, too. That's young score a fucking bang, but it's 1 1 with Forrest at half. Really? But yeah, Villa, I've never, I haven't really watched Villa this season, to be honest. Who's going, Keith? Dennis. Young, I forget who uh, scored for uh, Forrest. Dennis. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Yeah, on his oh, debut. Mike, you know why I think Villa are really suffering at the minute? Because that coach, I, right? I think I know, I think I know why. Because they, because, we have got they have got some good players, haven't they? You mm-hmm. know, look across but when they uh you got Coutinho, you got Ramsey who's good, you know, pretty solid back four, good wing backs. Um the QPR manager now was called Mick Beale. I remember telling you about this one. Yeah. He was with Gerard at Rangers, um, and Gerard uh, um Aston Villa. And I was reading online like a lot of the Villa fans and the Rangers fans were saying, now Mick Beale is the manager of QPR, Villa are gonna go to shit. Because he was the brains behind everything that Gerard did. Now I don't really know if this, if this is true, but you know the, the fans are talking about you know how good this McBeal is, yeah. and it's kind of come out like, what, we, what we can see in the performances. Villa look absolute. Villa, Villa look one of the worst teams in the Prem. To be honest, I yeah. think they don't and, look good. You and win. on your on your point, QPR is sitting third in the champ. QPR are playing. Are on, they? On, yeah. On. I hope they come back up, man. Yeah, mate. Well, well, I I really like them. They've got a I great like old... QPR, and they had Adel Terap, one of my favorite players. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, Adel Terap. Yeah, Terap back then. Ooh, like a QPR, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Incredible, bro. So yeah, well, yeah that's a, that's a good point. But yeah, it's there's a couple of teams I'm not watching the rest of the year, and Villa is a hundred percent one of them. <laughs> Not doing it, but let's let's move on, man. Um, around the world, we've highlighted two games that we need to talk about because I know I texted Keith on Saturday and we were watching it, but I made yeah, the mis- I missed- I, m- I made the mistake to turn it off in the seventieth minute. Bro, and stop I had to go get it. Yeah, I had to go get a haircut, so I missed the end. Oh my! I'm we're not- talking about Fuck. if we're, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about De Kaiser and. Dortmund hosted Bayern Munich on Saturday and Bayern went up 2-0. Seemed like they were going to close out, finish the game. I was in the flat going, oh yeah, I'm just going to switch it on to Spurs Brighton because it's 1-0. Maybe Brighton will nick one. Had no idea. And obviously Dortmund score late and then in the last 30 seconds of the game and the stadium erupts and it's fucking scenes. The yellow wall is crazy. It was crazy. So crazy. I turned it off because I didn't really think anything was going to happen. Same. Um, but, you know, and that guy who scored uh, at the end, I don't know his name, actually, I've, I've forgotten, but he missed an absolute sitter. Really? <laughs> he, he, he no, missed I missed that. An absolute sitter before that. Right before he, that. No, I missed the end. I missed that then. He made up for his mistake when he scored. Uh, in, but, like, did you see Oliver Kahn as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the memes. When you do something like, like that, like... Bro, this guy's ass is on the ground and his hands are... Oh, I love that, man. That's the football, bro. I love it. But that stadium, when when the yellow wall behind the goal, Mike, as you said, when you see that and then, the, you know, dying seconds of the game, oh, it's just... That's, that's why we watch football. That's different, man. Yeah. That's what I remember, I remember when I was in Germany, that's all people talk about. They were saying, if you need to go to one game here, it's like, go watch a game there. It's different. That wall is just like crazy. So I'd love yeah. to. That's yeah. on my list, bucket list to go to a game there for sure. So mine as well, man. Got to make it happen. But but, but man, yeah, man. Honestly, Dortmund, bro. We need to talk about Bellingham for just a quick second because this oh, brother. Oh, we need to talk about that. He, I still can't believe he's nineteen, man. Just the way, he, even the way he just carries himself, man. But he is unbelievable. Bro, he's, ca- he's wearing the armband. Yeah, a young, a young Gerard. He reminds me of kind of right. And, yeah. I only thought of this when I watched him for England actually, quite recently. And he the way he moves with the ball and sprays it and like yeah. kind of he takes charge of situations in midfield for a young player with you know who's who hasn't got that maturity, he 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 really controls the tempo of games and like kind of throws himself into, into challenges as well. And, and yeah, really, like, I like that too. I like that he has that edge to him too. Yeah. Like for but me, he is... he's ahead of he's ahead of Rice in that pecking order. Oh yeah. Me. Oh yeah. He's gotta be. Oh, yeah. Like you know, Rice is great, but he, he he's a different. I think he's a different level. I, I, think I, 
You're gonna get yeah. him. He's gonna sign. That's what I was gonna say. Where does he go next year? I, I hope he goes to Madrid. I hope he stays away from the crown. Yeah, apparently he's sucking the crown off. He doesn't want it. Good. Guys, loving life in Germany, bro. He's seen the grass is possibly greener. I'll just go to or just go to Bayern. <laughs> yeah, watch him. Uh, <laughs> He'll be back uh, in England, I think, soon. Um, Liverpool could be with him. Big time. I hope not. They could, but I hope Liverpool not. Make, but he slots in that midfield, and he suits their identity. Not every but, but... But listen, we... Uh, one of his besties just went to City. Imagine he ends up on that team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, players, players have that pull, don't they? They, they do. Your mates come to a team, and he yeah. says, "This is great. You're gonna probably, you've got to think about going. You're gonna seriously consider it." And I think Holland could have that pull, like as you, as you said, Keith. I think you could, I think he could get him, especially, I think so. with, especially with the Bruyne getting up in age. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like, do you not think that he's a little bit worried about Calvin Phillips being ahead of him in the pecking order? Well, I keep forgetting he's on City. To be honest with you, <laughs> silly, silly move that was. By the For way. him personally, yeah. Just so, like whatever, just a little extra guy on the bench. Do not need Calvin Phillips. They've got so many good young players as well, haven't they? Yeah, he's usually playing for them. I'm thinking these are 17 year old lads playing. Well, I can't remember his name, but the right back was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it, Keith? Yeah, against, I saw uh, it. Yeah, I watched he, the game. Yeah, he, he was. They got so, like they did not need Calvin Phillips, and. I, I, it goes to what you were saying before, Keith, of Pep wants two or three, even yeah. you know, and it's such a waste because he was so influential on that Leeds, Leeds team. I'm not a big fan of Calvin Phillips personally. I, I think never... he's a very limited footballer, but yeah. he did a job. He was loved by the fans. They were calling him the Yorkshire Pilo. You know? Yeah. And he did not need to make that move. I, apparently, um, West Ham offered 60 million quid for him, and he was like, nah. And then should have gone there, bro. He he's not gonna be gonna make he's not even gonna go to the World Cup. He's not well, gonna get it. He's not seeing how Southgate's picking doesn't really matter. Actually, that's true. You might you're right. He did. But moving away from the Kaiser, the other notable game, and there's some bits that we gotta talk about is in Italy, AC Milan at the San Siro takes down Juventus 2-0. And I gotta just read this out to you guys and i want to get your your instant reaction so allegri coming back to be manager since he's come back they've technically had 17 big games they played milan three times inter four times napoli twice atalanta villarreal chelsea benfica psg in all of those 17 games he's only won one broad so when did he come back last season yeah i think a year and a half ago now when, when they sacked Pirlo. And he's only won one. One they of those 17 games. So long. They have been, yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. They are so poor. They're nowhere near it. And Pirlo was a bad appointment as well. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have appointed them. And Allegri was as well. Yeah, what's wrong with you, Juve, bro? I'm not. Their wage bill is high. You got to remember, they just got Pogba back. And he's, not, he's not really playing. They brought in players. They brought in Vlahovic. They brought in Di Maria. Di Maria, who I thought was going to do well. They got Paredes. Like they... they got that Paredes from PSG. Yeah. They brought in Kostic. They have guys. They're not like they're not bringing in guys. And the problem when Pirlo was there, he they weren't bringing in that many guys. Philip Kostic, no. What about Philip Kostic? Sorry? Did he did he play for in the Europa League final against West Ham for Frankfurt? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he signed them, have he? Yeah, he's been playing. Oh, so they got all the. That's a good sign. Bro, and they have it, man. Yeah, they have guys. Like, obviously, you got to think Chiesa is injured, so he's not playing. So you maybe add Chiesa and Pogba, and the team changes a little bit. But, man, they signed Vlahovic for big money. He hasn't really been yeah. putting up the numbers. They haven't no. really been creating, they haven't been scoring. So, Juve, we could talk about how Juve's downfall. Is is really really happening at the minute, or we can just talk about how AC Milan and even the other team Napoli is just taking Serie A and even Champions League by storm. I love seeing Milan do well. Yeah, you like Milan. Do it, and actually, Mike, you like Milan as well, don't you? Yeah, that they 
your team. But for me, when I watched uh, Napoli and AC in the Champions League, AC were pretty disappointed against Chelsea. Yeah, uh, but they got so yeah, many injuries, bro. Whenever I've watched Napoli this season, they have been on it. Yeah, yeah. They, all cylinders, Napoli, scoring goals, bro, for fun. Six one. Yeah, um, I, uh, you know who's great for them? That Anguissa. Yeah, mm. he's such a from Fulham. Yeah. He's great, and that winger they've got as well, Mike. Remind Bro, I can't, I can't pronounce his name, but I know exactly. Who he's been firing, mate. He is great, so good. He, and he, you know, you know what I like about him as well. This might be a bit weird, but you know, like the way he wears his, his socks are dead small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tiny, like, like I just he looks. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh that, my that god. Big, yeah, uh, that's the, that's the name of the episode, man. Socks that are dead small. <laughs> dead small, small socks. Just dead small socks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking so good, man. Um, yeah, I know that's why. Yeah, I like that's why I got certain players, man. The weather socks low. There we yeah, go. Man. There we go. They got Tomori, man. Canada should he, be playing for Canada, he, man. He smashed that in. Um, and he, I know we keep talking about England, it's kind of like intertwined with a lot of our conversations here. But yeah. you know, if we're going to mention Bellingham, we'll mention Tomori. He needs to be starting in that team. And if if, if Gareth Southgate picks Maguire over him, then then oh, I don't even I don't even have to say anything. You know, every football <laughs> yeah. in this world, yeah, no, that Maguire should not be playing ahead of Tomori or even Stones for that matter at this minute, especially. That should be my. That will be my parents more Stone. Yeah, Alex Stones. Tomorrow Stones would be the pairing, yes. That'd be a good, great one. Yeah, but he well, needs to get in. Well done to Milan, man. That's a big win early season. Yeah, I, I think they all the... just they all got to keep up with Napoli because Napoli are firing. Yeah, Milan. It'll be great to see them go oh, back to back, bro. I really hope they win the league, but they always fall short. But I just Atalanta doing well as well, to be honest. Yeah, they are. They made what, and they were they were shit last season. Yeah, they weren't. They fell off a little bit, but they're they're coming back. Okay, boys, um, let's end the episode with a little bit of North American football action. It's great to have Belmar here because really doesn't know. Not going to offend you. Not that much about the MLS. So yeah, you're right. MLS playoffs are starting this upcoming weekend. We got LAFC as a first seed by and Philadelphia. Each, Italy, right? Yeah, winning their conference. So, Belmar of the Western Conference, LAFC finished number one. On the East, Philadelphia finished number one. Now, this weekend, I'm just going to run through the games, but then Keith, you'll make your prediction for who you think is going to win the MLS Cup. And then Belmar, you'll give yours as well. And then um, I'll give mine. So, of the contending teams, we'll take, Belmar. Let's take, let's just do two, take everybody gets one team, East and West. Okay. Who do you think is going to be the final? And then you're your winner. Okay. Let's do that. So I'll just tell Belmar who, what teams are possibly in it, though. <clears throat> so you have okay. your typical, you have both New York teams. You have Cincinnati. You have LA Galaxy, who you know of. You got the, the new ones of Austin. That's uh, Matthew McConaughey's team. If that gives any insight <laughs> to possibly your picks. You got Rail Salt Lake that made a, a run last year. Um, you have one Canadian team. Montreal, we're not fans of them, but they finished. Uh, I think they finished second in the league. Yeah, they, they in look the good. East. Orlando's there, your boy, um, fucking Neville, and then oh no, that's <laughs> no, that's Miami. That's Miami. Oh, he's my Miami. He's yeah, 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 Miami. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Orlando, pick. <laughs> Dallas, and Minnesota. So out of those, I know I said a lot of teams and I said a lot of cities at you, but yeah, um, if you can have a think. About it, we'll go to Keith first. Go to me first. Let him. Yeah, to give you some time, and then I'll do me, and then you you can do it. So Keith, what do you think? I am. They've been the best team so all the year. I'm from the so from the West. I'm taking LAFC to come out. But the thing about I'm going to take them. But the thing about MLS playoffs and this for you, Joel too. Nothing ever goes to plan. (laughs) Rarely, nothing ever goes to plan. But I will take LAFC to come out of the West and. I hate to take them, but out of the East, Montreal. Wow. So I'm going Montreal, LA final, and then 
hopefully an LA battering at home of Montreal. But that yeah, those will be my picks. Montreal has been looking good, bro. Not good. Hang on, I'm gonna pick. Okay, just wait your turn then. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to say LAFC, even though I do think they will be there, but I want to go a little bit, a little bit different because I think that LA Galaxy will win their first open opening round game against Nashville. It'll be ultra play each other, right? It'll be ultra mm-hmm. And I think I have a feeling, and I'm I'm also a little bit biased because I'm trying to pick Canadian players to make like a little bit of a run. And Raheem's there. So I'm gonna take Galaxy to win, and then that's gonna make their run to yeah, right. the final. Yeah, it's rare, bro. It's rare that one seed usually gets there, man. So that is a good pick. I wanted to say I'd that'd be a great to game say, too. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say Minnesota just because of St. Clair being in goal and them having a really good year, and even Austin because of how well they've done. But it's first year; they're not going to make it happen. Yeah. So I'm on LA LA Galaxy LA Galaxy West, and then in the East, in the East, really hot take, probably a horrible take. I'm gonna say Miami. Oh, okay, Philip. Listen, if they get a hug, Higuain's last run. Higuain's last run. Pozuelo's playing. They could. The only thing is, they're the they're the the bottom seed, and so they're not getting those host matches, and they're not playing in Miami. Which I was at at their game against TFC, and they didn't they didn't really show much. Fair. They look great, but you never know. All those random teams always just catch fire in the first round, and then boom. Exactly. Find form, stay healthy. Those are good picks. Run. I like those picks. That'll be a good final too. Let's, wow. let's and glam. Let's yeah, and glam exactly. final. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Belmar, what are you thinking? So as as you've already said, I'm no expert on uh, the MLS. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that I'm looking at the two league tables now. I'm assuming that the top seven is that who I'm picking from from yeah. East and West. Yeah, T- top eight. Okay, cool. All right, I I'm gonna. I'm going to be really boring first. I really like LAFC. Um, I know the players from there, and I think in the West, in the Western Conference, I think they'll they'll yeah, do that. They've, they've been, yeah, they've been the best team by far this year. Yeah, I, I think they've got Gareth Bale. Is that yeah. Bale? But he, they yeah. play him like they hardly play him. It's weird. Really? He usually just comes off the bench. He doesn't start games. Well, that's that's just... a very you know uneducated guess. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But I'm gonna for the Eastern Conference. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a team that I think I like the manager of uh, New York City. Ooh. Uh, I think the manager is Ronnie Delia, and he used to be the Celtic manager. Oh, so that's okay. how with that. Um, I don't know if you, anyone can correct me on that. Am I right or wrong? Bro, not as much as me, man, about that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know because I, I know their coach left. Was the culture? No, it's the same coach they had last year because they won last year. They won it last year, so oh, I think it is the right guy. Yeah. Oh, wait there, Ronnie De- Ronnie Delia. I'm not sure. I can't find it at the moment, but I'm going to go New York City. FC. Uh, yeah. Let me get this. Yeah, yeah it's not FC Red Bull. Or Red Bull. Not Red Bull. Not Red Bull. Yeah. No, it's no, not Red. Okay. okay. Fair That's enough. A good pick too. That's a good pick. So then, who do you have winning it? Then you say you take in LA. Belmar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? I'm gonna write these down and as it goes on, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna update these. Well update. Yeah. To end and to end the episode, the CPL playoffs start this weekend as well. I'll explain how this one works, um, Belmar as well to you. Um but first we gotta shout out Atletico Ottawa and former guest of the show, Chris Manella, uh regular Chris. Regular season champs from going from last place last year to winning the league this year. It's fantastic. But um, how the Canadian Premier League playoffs works, four teams, two leg semifinals starting this weekend, and then a one-off final. I think it's at the end of the month, the 29th. So you have Cavalry versus Forge. Forge is our team. So big up Hamilton. Yeah. But you already know who we're picking. And... um, Former guests on the show uh, is there as well, so we go. I always got to back them and closest to us. So Calvary versus Forge and Atletico versus Pacific. Belmar, to give you any context, Forge has won two titles. Pacific won the league last year. 
and Atletico are now the league champions, regular season champions. Yeah, I've got the schedule up here. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first, so give me some time. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm picking Forge, and the two legs will be tough to beat, so I'll pick Forge to come out of uh, their bracket to be they play Calgary, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll be they'll be Calgary. I watch, actually watched their, one of their games against them this year. That's when Beck scored that fucking great goal. But, um, yeah, so I'm taking Forge, and I think it's going to re- be a repeat, man, final with uh, Pacific again. Really? But this year. Yeah, but this year, I think that's three three years in a row now, I think. Yeah. But this year, or I know a couple guys there. I also know Kevin Alleman I played with. Was that at the, no, you know what? Hamilton, Ottawa final. But Hamilton will win. Battle of Ontario. Love it. Yeah. Ham- Hamilton, Ottawa final. Hamilton, uh, Hamilton. Forrest takes it home. Fair enough. I think I will say it. I have that. Exact final. I wrote that down. Forge Atletico final, and Forge winning, getting back to their winning ways. I think just the experience and what they're yeah. gonna—they got to prove to everyone that they haven't fallen off and that they yeah. can still do it. Especially so them think, losing last year, yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah exactly. So those I have that final. I have Forge winning it. Belmar. Well, going off what you two are saying, I think Forge will win the first game. Okay. Against, I think they'll go through. Um, to so do they go through to they're two legs savvy, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, two legs to one half final. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think it'll be cavalry over two legs. Yeah. Uh, I, I and you know what? I really like the Atletico Ottawa. I think we spoke about this mic before. Yeah. Um, I really like the way they've kind of like mirrored the Atletico kind of Madrid, I think. I think they're you might sister, have tried to Yeah, they're, they're sister, partners. They got a partner. Yeah, they're partners, yeah. they're sister club. Oh well yeah, for me, like I really like that. So um I I think they they're gonna beat Pacific over two legs, and I think that they'll beat Forge in the final. Atletico Ottawa to win. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Belmar's a big Atletico fan, so he okay, loves the color. True. He loves Atletico. Yeah, so he's got a he's got a CPL team by now. Yeah, yeah, nice. Where go? Amazing. Well, that's the app. Um, Belmar. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for spending your Monday night. I know we're taking you for a little bit, but thank you for coming back on and. Uh, you know what? Having a little chat with the boys. Yeah, you know what, mate? It was uh, what a good episode that was. Really enjoyed that. Was that good one. One. Yeah, that's fun. Some good talking points there, and we spent a lot of time uh, talking about the, the the two most important games of the weekend. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really nice having us on. And um, there's been some really interesting predictions been made this this episode. So we should write them all down and uh, yeah. see how they go. I'm looking forward to the next one already, boys. Thank you. Love yeah, it. man, excited to have excited to have you back. Obviously, with the World Cup coming back, we'll have all you guys on for big previews and predictions. So that'll be fun, a lot of fun too. So, looking forward to that. Got to get back to the misses now. Yeah, <laughs> love it, bro. <laughs> um, you made it to this part of the episode. Thank you uh, for rocking with us. You already know where to go. Check out the socials. Just upside underscore pod on Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. Like I said last week, we're on TikTok. Go find us on there. Watch some of the stuff, engage with it. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Until next time, peace.